Welcome to History from the Back Pages. As always, I am your host, Colin Sugg. Very excited to bring to you a brand new episode this week, first one of 2021. As mentioned in the previous announcement earlier this week, I am looking at past episodes that I have done on historical figures and saying, have I learned any new information since the last time we discussed that historical figure? And is there any new events, stories, or facts I learned that definitely need to be continued? And I actually did find more on a historical figure that I want to discuss. And that is Joseph Smith, who I did in season one of the podcast, episode seven overall. Joseph Smith, a little bit of background before we move to the new stories and events that I wanted to go over. He was 14 years old, living in Paul Reimer, New York, with his family. This was during the Second Great Awakening. Joseph was very interested in learning what church and faith should he join. So one time at night, as he was 14 years old, living on the farm, he prayed to God to ask, what church should I join? And God tells him, none of them. So Joseph, then after that, sees the angel Moroni come to him in a vision in a dream, the angel Moroni, a glowing man, dressed in a white robe, came to Joseph, told him about who he was. He was an angel of the Lord, t- quoted various parts of scripture from the book of Malachi, the book of Joel, from the Bible. And then he told him about the golden plates and that Joseph was going to play a huge role on the world. That Joseph, if he listened to Angel Moroni and God's plan, Joseph was going to make huge impact on the very fabric of society. And Joseph then was told Mari Moroni he could find the plates that had the Book of Mormon, the revelation from God on the plates, but he had to wait four years before he could go find the plates. He would go onto the mountain. And finally, in four years, he found the plates and the rest is history. Joseph Smith and many historical scholars from God's help were able to translate the Book of Mormon into what we know today, the Book of Mormon in all 15 chapters. And that is how Joseph got started. And soon after that, he was able to find and found the plates and then found the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now we move on to the reason why I'm doing a part two for Joseph Smith. Just today, I found out a very interesting event that took place in 1839. Joseph and the Saints had moved to Missouri. They had to leave New York due to the anger that was happening and the potential for riots and danger to his people. So they moved to Missouri. During this time, the state of Missouri, very angry. They were not happy with the Mormons on their land. And Joseph needed to get help and aid and get rights for his people. So he went with Brigham Young, Oliver Caldry, who are two other hierarchy members in the church, and many more. A scribe went with them as well to translate and transcribe all the events that took place during the meeting between the 8th President of the United States, 
Martin Van Buren, who was president from 1837 to 1841, a Democrat, and Joseph. They got to Washington in 1839, and the world at this time, the United States, was a mess. The country was a disaster under Martin Van Buren's presidency. One of the worst presidents. He was struggling big time economically and also with cultural factors and racial factors as well. Martin Van Buren was not up to task to lead the country during these hard times. And Joseph went to him partly because Martin Van Buren, he may be known as a crap president. He was known as an honorable man, a man who cared about helping people and would listen to them no matter his disagreements on their views, or he had opinions that differed, he would listen to you. So Joseph wrote letters and was able to get an audience with President Van Buren. They met in a room at the White House. And while there, Van Buren, a famous quote that he said that very stood out to me of why he could not help Joseph was, quote, what can I do? I can do nothing for you. If I do anything, I shall, not, I shall come in contact with the whole state of Missouri from the Library of Congress. And I found most of his information from BYU Religious Study Center. And this article is called Joseph Smith Goes to Washington, 1849 to 1840 by Ronald O. Barney. That was what Van Buren said. He could do nothing for Joseph. And Ronald O'Barnley says there are three reasons why Van Buren would not help Joseph. Three factors. The three factors that probably can be best described of why Joseph was not able to get help are first, Van Buren was obsessed and very preoccupied with getting reelected as the president of the United States. He wanted to become a two-term presidents and that was not guaranteed at this time the country was a mess which is the second factor and finally the third reason why the Mormons honestly didn't matter in the political landscape especially in light of what they asked of the president they asked a lot of him much help that they deserved they asked him for help and those three factors can be concluded why Van Buren was not able to intercede on the saint's behalf. That sums up that event between the two figures. If you want to learn more, go to BYU Religious Studies Center. And in entirety, it goes through all of the cool events talking about Missouri and Illinois, the mission to Washington, the rival in Washington, audience with the president, reports of some of the scribes who were present, views about the event, and what it meant for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The next thing that I want to talk about is having to do with a movie. Very big fan of watching movies and reading books that have to do with historical figures and events that I've discussed in the past. I watched a movie series that was called The Work and Glory, a three-part movie series. And the first part deals with Joseph Smith seeing Angel Moroni. It's a fictional movie. 
it takes place with the Steed family, a fictional family in New Palmario, New York, during the time of Joseph Smith. And pretty much how it goes is the Steed family, the father and older brother, break apart from the mother, the daughter, and the younger brother. Those three join Joseph, whereas the father is reluctant to, and the older brother is completely against the Mormons, is not a friend of them by any means until late in the movie. And it deals with them joining Joseph on his long journey, leaving New York, going to Missouri, Illinois. And it's a very enjoyable movie, three parts. I highly recommend watching them if you're interested in a good overview of Joseph Smith's life and how the good use of a fictional family is able to help illustrate how they were feeling with Joseph's mission. And I think this is a great place to stop the first episode of 2021, Joseph Smith Part 2. And before I conclude, final thoughts and final announcements I need to make are last night I did a recording with one of my best friends, Karina Kosmala. She is also a podcast host as well. Her podcast, Extremely Popular, is on Anchor as well. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you could get your podcast is called Uncovering the Corners of the World. And her description is host Karina Kosmala through in-depth research invites you to join her on the journey to unique places in the United States and around the world. You won't even have to leave your home unless you want to. And we did one on Lake Geneva, Wisconsin that she is going to be releasing next week. So I'm going to share that all around my social media and share it here. Very excited to get it out to the world. I had a great time recording with the host of Uncovering the Corners of the World. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and talk to you soon here on History from the Pack Pages. Colin Sugg signing off.